Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio, shop, and warehouse at the world's headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located in the heart of Prospect Park. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our listeners joining us from their corner of the world. Today, we'll be talking about energy, so it's time to grab a drink. You get extra points if you're if you're drinking our mojito from our um, our shop newsletter that went out last week. And listen up because we're about to get started. Hi, ladies. Hey. Oh, it's good to see everybody. Good to see you guys too. Do we want to talk about what's on our needles this week? Always ready to do that. Yeah. Sure. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing on my needles. I'm very much a knitting slacker the last few weeks. So, well, today's topic's going to be good then. Yes. <laughs> All right. And I'm Kathy. And I, okay, I am finishing the blanket that I have been working on. I actually counted it last night. I have 12 more rows to do. I'm thinking I can finish it tonight. I will finish it tonight. And then, uh, I finished my plume poncho. I am so excited. I finished it and I blocked it. And I um, am working on the memories card again, which I absolutely love. And there's two surprises that I can't disclose yet. I'll talk about that later, but I'm going to just hold up my plume poncho. Podcast people can't hear this, but I just, it, I, I love this. So it's gorgeous. I, it, it was wonderful. So yeah, it's an amazing project. So all right, that's what's on my needles. If you want to see a picture of Kathy's plume poncho, just head over to our Instagram. I think you posted it earlier this week. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was blocking and it was so easy to block at this project. Dreamy. All right. Awesome. All right. So I am actually working on the red riding slippers. I'm almost done. Um, the first one I'm on the cabled cuff now, which is the last part. So hoping to finish those up this week and then start working on the other pair of slippers that are on the calendar next. Week. Perfect. Great. And I am finishing up the May bolster. Oh, it looks great. Oh, Stephanie. Wow. Thanks. Gorgeous. Yeah. I, we, um, we took Katie and Henry to a uh, local beach yesterday and I got an hour knitting in the car on the way down and an hour knitting on the way back. And it was wonderful. So I got a lot done. I only have about three inches left. What a great day. And Henry's been to the beach already now? He has. That's what happens when you're a second. You just get brought along everywhere. <laughs> I, we know that, right, Natalie? <laughs> yep. That's Story true. of my life. We know that. Yeah. Uh, did Katie have a great day at the beach too? She loves the beach. So it was a great, great day. Good. Good. That's awesome. All right, you guys. Well, it sounds like we're all busy with our knitting. Um, so we can jump into uh, an energizing conversation about energy. Um, and I think we're going to break this down into three parts. Do we want to do like a round robin for each category of what energizes us? Does that sound good? I'm seeing head nods. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so we're going to start with talking about what energizes us at home and in our personal lives. Bina, take it away. Um, so what energizes me at home and in my personal life, I, I don't know. I feel like I make a decision and I just get stuck on it and I, I have to do it. Um, I, I guess I get energy from within myself for personal things. Um, you know, goal setting is a big thing. 
Um, we try, we try, well, in my household, we try not to set deadlines for things, but goals to work towards. So there, it's not like a rush to the finish line or like you, you know, get really stressed out about it. So it's a little more motivating to get to the goal when you're not like freaking out about it. So I feel like I get energy from within myself in my own personal life. It's pretty cool. I like that. And you know, you just took me background. That's like one of our knitting principles, set goals, not deadlines. And yeah. Such, you know, there's a great memory to go back to and remind ourselves reaching a goal is so much more rewarding than reaching a deadline. I mean, listen to the word deadline. Dead. Dead isn't that word. It's not a good word. It is not a good word. And even like, sorry, my dog is very upset with me right now because I'm not petting her. She's growling. Um, but even like with cleaning and things like that, I always set a timer because I ne I don't want, nobody wants to clean. Um, but if you think like in 15 minute increments, um, it's easy to get a lot of things done in 15 minutes, more than you would think. Yeah, that's really cool. That's great. All right. So for me, uh, my you know energizer in my home life, in my personal life, uh, what I have really found is a little bit of exercise. I, I just find that, um, if I get up and do something. So, you know, there's so many mornings where you just don't want to get out of bed and get going. But I do find that my energy comes from actually get up and get going. I mean, not real fast. I do have my hours worth of coffee first. But um, I do try to like make sure that once I get going and I just find that if I get myself up and moving, whether it's a 20 minute walk or, okay, it's Thursday, I did yoga today, or my yoga class, it just gives me a real physical energy, which for me, I, I need that mental energy too, that's for darn sure, but a lot of, for me, is the physical energy, like, I, I, I need more energy, so it, it's a little, it's, it's movement, it's, it's walking, it's yoga, it's something physical. Natalie? Love it. Um, so I'm the type of person who like when I get fixated on something or if I start something, it's very hard for me to stop doing it until it's completed. Because um, if I stop, I, I have a hard time picking it back up. So for me, it's all about momentum. But recently, I've been trying to take more breaks and be more reward based. So that's kind of how I've been keeping my energy up is like, when I finish this, I get to do this, like something I enjoy so that I can make sure I'm productive without, you know, not having any fun. <laughs> it's, true. it's a balance. It's, a, it's a definitely a balance, you know, because energy to me is a very positive thing. And so that's the positive spirit of, I get a reward. I, it, it's a very positive thing. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm with Kathy and my energy comes solely from working out. Um, and the sun as well. If it's a sunny day, I can get some energy from being outside and just soaking up those good rays. Um, but mainly working out. If I can get a good yoga session in or I'm working back up to going back to running again, um, that just gives me so much energy for the rest of the day. I feel like if I don't work out, I'm dragging and I'm exhausted. But if I even just do a 10-minute workout, it just reminds me to to get going. Um, and even if I've been up all night long, <laughs> it's okay. 10 minutes and I'm good to go. 
You know, Stephanie, you just hit that. And it's interesting because we've got different theories, you know, different perspectives of the energy and how we use it, you know, what, what it means to us. And that was something that I had jotted down was, you know, even if I had a bad night's sleep, I do find that, you know, the idea would be, well, take a nap later today. Actually, I do better to go, go take a walk, mm -hmm. fresh air. I mean, you said about being outside, fresh air, that's huge yeah. too. Absolutely. So, yeah, rather than, and then what's typically good, typically, that that's, you know, again, when you're past the baby, newborn stage and whatnot, but that night that you didn't sleep well, but then you, you know, really encourage yourself to find some positive energy physically, mentally, um, and got you through the day. That next night that you go to bed is the best sleep ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. Great. Um, so the next one is how we stay motivated and energetic for our knitting projects, how we find energy in our knitting. <laughs> I stay energized in my knitting when people are judging me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, um, slightly. <laughs> yeah, I do need that slight because I, like Natalie said earlier, I am very much a momentum person. Once I get something started, I literally cannot stop. And that goes for anything in my life, which is not the best quality because once you stop, it's really hard to start something. So for me, I, I get my energy from people like getting excited about their knitting projects. And I'm like, Oh man, I really got to get started knitting. And like, let me sit down and knit tonight. And that's the catalyst for getting started. Yeah, somebody else's great project tends to give yeah. you that energy. You're just like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Let yeah. me do this too. And then the energy is just there. Um, so, you know, it's really like you think to yourself, does knitting really take energy? But sometimes I will say that I don't always want to sit down and pick up my knitting. I, I don't know why. And this is one of those things that I push myself and I just go, just pick it up for 20 minutes. And I guess it's almost like working out after 20 minutes. Now the knitting endorphins have kicked in and you're like, how could I have not sat and knit, you know, now? Um, so it's definitely, I'll say to myself, if, when I need energy to, to continue with my knitting project, just do it for 20 minutes. And sure enough, after 20 minutes, you're like, okay, now I can't stop. Now I've got the momentum. And Brandon, you mentioned, you know, about judgy or whatever, but I will say too, you know what? I like to knit feedback, positive feedback from everybody. You know, we, we see other people's projects and that inspires us. And then it's also really nice to have your own projects. Um, that, and I think that does put an energy in it too, that somebody will comment and, and, and feedback is great. Feedback yeah. is great for energy. Um, and then my other thing is for my knitting energy is, especially this time of year, I try to always marry up my knitting project to the activity. So like you mentioned, Stephanie, you were in the car. So I've got that project that I go, oh, I'm getting in the car for a while. I'll take this one with me. Um, right now it's baseball season. So whether, you know, whether I'm really watching the game or not, we have baseball on every night, which I love. And I have that dedicated baseball project until it's done. So it, it, that gives me energy too to go, oh, the baseball game's on. It's time to work on that. So that's where my energy comes from, just sort of assigning projects to different activities and always saying, just give it 20 minutes. No. Actually, that's mine too, Kathy, is um, like marrying it up with something because I feel like sometimes the hardest thing is picking it up and like reminding yourself to pick it up. That's actually like 
the number one most difficult thing to stay consistent in your knitting, I swear to God. Um, because like once I have it in my hands, like I could go do that for hours and I'll have so much fun doing it. But sometimes it's just like, it'll have been a few days and I just haven't made myself pick it up and really look at it. Um, so for me, a lot of that is like every time I'm sitting down to watch TV or if I'm sitting down like with idle hands and I'm doing something that doesn't require me to be using my hands, I pick up my knitting. Cause I find that too, like, it's almost like, remember when we used to knit to like that Celtic Christmas Pandora station all the time because the rhythm of the music was so good. It kept us like in a good rhythm. Like, I feel like that sometimes when I watch TV, like. It, it keeps me engaged, my mind totally engaged in something that's not as like repetitive as my knitting will be. Yeah. So I find it helps. You, you, so the energy of the music too, you know, you just took me back to that and we haven't played music as much as we used to. Um, and, and that's a great way too, is you know, put on some music, put on some music that just has the right rhythm to your hands. That's very cool. All right, Stephanie. So for me, it all starts with casting on. Once I cast on, that's where I have to get my motivation. I have to get my energy to just cast on and start the project. Once it starts, I'm, I'm excited. I love seeing the knits and the pearls create something beautiful. It's just casting on. Um, but the energy to cast on to start new projects comes from you all, comes from um, all of our customers who bring in their projects and say, look what I just did. And I think, oh, I have to finish the project I'm on so I can start that one because I want to knit that. That looks really cool. Um, so seeing everybody else's projects be completed gives me motivation to start a new project because it's just so hard to start sometimes. Once you, once you start, you're good. But sometimes it's just hard to not just sit there and drink that glass of wine and relax and be mindless. Sometimes it's, it's hard to just pick up that knitting and go, no, I'm not going to be mindless. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be productive while I sit on the couch. And you may also be able to drink wine with that project, depending on what it is, though. As long as there's only, what, less than two stitch markers? Is that our rule? Yeah. <laughs> two or less stitch markers. That's a very good wine rule. I, I stand by that to this day. I think that's one of the best unanimous decisions we've ever made on this podcast. Yeah. I do. We need to make more rules. We have some pretty good ideas there. We're sitting on rules, but two stitch markers. So, yeah. And that wine always tastes better with a little bit of knitting going with it you just go oh my gosh and it's good we should add that to our principles of knitting <laughs> the bonus number 11 yeah <laughs> I like it stitch markers you know speaking of the energy in your knitting projects and this is close, kind of close to what you were talking about natalie years you know when we were early on opening up the knitting shop one of the knitters our knitters um i remember her telling me that and she was a young mother of three children at that time and she had in each room of her house, a different knitting project that fit kind of what would be there. Like um, I'm in the baby's room, I might be sitting here rocking, I can probably do that garter stitch blanket. Or in the living room, it was the cabled blanket. You know, everybody's gone to bed, I'm gonna sit down in my living room. And I always thought that was really cool. Like she literally had a different project in every room that kind of fit the activity of the room. That's so. a really smart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, so I took my car today to get inspected. Okay, you have to hear this. The brown Saturn, the 1997 brown Saturn, which is, goodness gracious, 20, it's almost an antique. It's over, it's 24 years old this year. Anyway, 
I realized as I was driving the car to the to the shop to be inspected, I had put a total of 300 miles on it this year. 300, uh, not even a thousand, and um, 300. And um, there in my car, in the front seat of the car, there is a knitting bag and there is a hat, and that knitting bag stays in that car so that if I ever break down and I'm on the side of the road, I've got the project in the car. Because it's priorities. <laughs> and when I'm dropping it off, I'm thinking, I'm manic, we've been the same mechanic for quite a while now. And I'm like, I wonder what he thinks, like, there's her knitting bag on the seat of the, it's the same one she had last year. So anyway. Just He's probably it. like, this woman owns a knitting shop and she can't complete this one project. <laughs> <She's not laughs> So just put your projects in the right places, right? <laughs> Love it. All right. Love it. So that is how we stay energized with our knitting project. Now, the last one is where do we get our energy for the shop? All of you guys. I was say, do we, I think we all have the same answer, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming we all have the same answer because it's um, Natalie, Kathy, and Stephanie for me, and Ed. Um, but having a great team to be able to bounce ideas off of, excuse me, that's enough. <laughs> Ellie's not happy. Um, but that that is where I get my energy from. And even when we're like in a group text together and someone someone puts something in there, it's like a picture or just like a piece of information. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go the rest of the day. Like my energy just skyrockets. <laughs> it is, it's the together time. It's the time that we get to be together and just like this. Okay, so again, as the podcast world needs to know, we are virtual, we're all in our own homes right now, but we are all together. And this together time, I find totally energizing too, because it's it comes through the device. It really does, because it's the voice, it's the it's the face, it's the smile, it's it's everything. So yeah, it's the together time. Natalie, what about you? Any? Yeah, hundred percent the same. I mean, I think we just all of us have such a good team, like building. I don't know what we did to get to this point, like. It's been years in the making, but I don't think I'll ever find a team as good as this team. Like we are always just on the same wavelength. We're always reading each other's minds. We're always getting on board with what someone else wants to do. There are no bad ideas. Like we make it work always. And I think, you know, it keeps me energized, makes me excited, especially like, you know, working full time and then coming to the knitting shop on Saturdays too. Like you have to be energized for that. And you guys, you guys energize me all week long to get ready for Saturday. That's <laughs> day, <laughs> yeah. All right, Stephanie. Well, for me, it is all of you as well. And I love that when we're together, um, the few times that that does happen, especially in person um, or in these calls, we build upon each other's ideas really well. It's, I have this idea and then the next thing you know, like it evolves um, together and it becomes our idea or Natalie starts something, Brianna, like anybody starts something and the next thing you know, it's this grand idea and Kathy goes every time, let's do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we have all these events that we can host everybody and and it always just comes together and it works because everybody hypes up each other and it's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful workplace. It's, it's always a great time. It is, you know, you just, it, it, again, it's how did this happen? How did this all come together? And it was just, it just naturally formed itself. And I, I feel like we're this team at this point where 
we could probably, you know, one person starts the sentence and then it's like whisper down the lane and we keep building into it and it all comes together. It, it just all like, how does that happen? I don't, I don't think there's training for that. I think it has to do with, you know, your, I don't know how we work together. I, I'm not having the right word for that, but yeah. I think I know why. I think I figured it out just now. I think it's all the time we've spent eating together. You know how like food brings people together? We've spent like eight years of Saturday eating lunch together. We do all love food. We do. You know, Natalie, I'm so glad you said that because you just reminded me. So when I worked my traditional job at Charles Schwab, um, my, our boss, our branch manager, we had meetings every morning. She, she really had a great team there too. We had a fabulous team. Um, and, um, it was, you know, men and women, and we were in financial services. But the bottom line is, every morning we had a 20-minute morning meeting, whether we needed it or not, to bring our spirit together. And can I tell you that every meeting, there was something of food on the counter that we were gathered around. It might have been fruit. It might have been bagels. It was something there because it was the eating together. People um, relate. When you eat together, sharing, you know, breaking bread, breaking bread. I mean, it takes us back to like the last summer. Breaking bread is such an amazing thing. So sharing food is big. Um, you know, the other thing, and I think we're, you know, what makes our team cohesive and where we get our energy from is the positive spirit through everything that we have just done in the last 14 months, which has been exciting. I never, ever, ever, I heard anybody say that we, it was always a can-do spirit. Every time it was like, we can do this, we can do this. And I think that positive can-do, bring me food, be a team player. That's where we got our energy. Yeah. So, Brianna, can I circle back to you when you were just, um, because this reminded me too, and this goes all the way back to the personal energy. Ellie, that's my other place to get energy, taking the dog for a walk. Oh, yeah. You know, that is, boy, I'll tell you, I am. Um, I know not everybody loves pets or is able to have a pet, but once you get that dog and you think, oh, it's going to be one more thing to do. It's, you know, 20 minute walk, two or three times a day. It's like the best thing in the whole wide world. The only time I love Ellie to death is when she's asleep and when we're on a walk. I don't know walk. Yeah, there's nothing like she's a nudge, but when we're on a walk, it's like, let's go. I've got her running. That is definitely energizing energizing all right yeah walk my dog she pulls me um anybody want to train my dog how to walk that'd be great um but this 80 pound wonderful wonderful girl over here that just came in the room and i love her to pieces cannot walk on a leash and she would pull me up the road yeah. <laughs> probably ride her honestly she wants to go just sprint with her yeah uh, but she's sweet and i do love her <laughs> They're good energy. They're good energy. So, all right. Are we ready to? Do we have any announcements? I guess we should start there. I have an announcement. All right. So, um, as you know, if you listened to our podcast last week, we have reinstituted the kit of the week. So, this week's kit of the week just got released this morning. Um, you should go grab yours while you can because we only have a limited quantity of these and they go away at the end of the week. So um, this week's is the Skyping beanie. It's a really simple unisex hat. It's really easy pattern and it's a super sharp look. Um, so check that out on our website. You just go to our shop and then click kit of the week. It's on a banner right at top. 
and um, it'll take you right to the page with that. But and I'm also going to be posting it on our Instagram and Facebook with a link. So check that out too if you want an easier way to get to it. And then tomorrow, when Stephanie and I are at the shop, we will get that order and we will put it in a package and have it ready for you. So they're waiting in the store. So it's exciting. But yeah, do it soon. They're limited. Yeah. This was a great success. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think everyone's really excited about them. We've been seeing them move really fast. So make sure you grab yours before they're um, no longer here. So it's so cool that you put it together with the yarn and the pattern, the appropriate yarn and the pattern. And then we let you know what um, size knitting needles you need. And if you need those, they're in the store too. So it's all there. Yeah, it's really fun. So grab those while you can. Um, all right, I think, hi, Katie. Katie's here, guys. <laughs> hi, Katie. Um, so I think we're ready to wrap it up, right? Is there anything else we need to talk about? No? All right, so I'm gonna wrap us up. If you like our show and wanna find out more about us, check us out at finallythenittingcorner.com. Follow us on Instagram at finallythenittingcorner and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can find us. Hopefully by now you've finished that mojito um, because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening.